Hello and welcome to Healthy Habits. Today we are actually going to be doing a little bit of a uh, hypothesis episode on Crohn's disease. So for those of you who don't know, I just did my pretty much my whole thing for Crohn's disease. It is an inflammatory, yeah, inflammatory bowel disease. So for those of you who think you may have that or have or have been diagnosed with IBS, it could be something to look into just because uh, IBS and IBD tend to get mixed diagnosed with each other a lot. And um, I actually know somebody who has some sort of an IBD. I don't know what exactly, but uh, apparently she was diagnosed with IBS. So I hope that my hypothesis episode helps some of you guys realize that, you know, maybe you do have this or maybe you don't actually have this. Um, I hope that it helps in some some form or fashion. Um, either way, I, I better get into this. <laughs> Enjoy. All right. So first off, let's break down the Crohn's disease episode. Mayo Clinic said that it causes inflammation in your digestive tract. It leads to abdomen pains, severe diarrhea, fatigue, weight loss, and malnutrition. With these few things, I can definitely say that it probably has to do with your digestive tract not being able to absorb certain, um, certain nutrients properly. And because of that, you might want to focus on having um, nutrient-rich foods just because, like I've talked about in my nutrition episodes, there's always going to, with any, any, and I do mean any sort of nutrient that you may be lacking in, there is something else that you're probably able to absorb easier that you can ingest more of to help to absorb the other thing that you're not getting enough of. Obviously, you should still be trying to get whatever nutrient you're deficient in or low in in your diet, but it's it's the thing where sometimes it can be the fact that your body just simply isn't able to absorb that nutrient properly, and a lot of the times um, it'll be something that has to do with the digestive tract because the digestive tract is actually where a lot of uh, the, it's usually minerals, uh, at least from what I am able to remember. It's usually minerals that the digestive tract is having trouble absorbing. And so one of the things that I've learned throughout me doing this podcast is that when you have a certain nutrient that you're not able to absorb, uh, especially in your in a certain area, you're usually able to narrow down what sort of um, nutrient it is. However, with Crohn's disease, it can be very tricky. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about is fatigue. This is something that very much promotes what I am trying to say that uh, sometimes it's just the fact that you can't absorb a nutrient properly and a lot of nutrients 
are very much correlated to the amount of energy that you have. So there's one thing. Um, severe diarrhea. This tells me that people with Crohn's disease should likely avoid more oily foods. So if you're somebody that goes and gets fast food and you know you have Crohn's disease, it's probably not a good idea just because there's a lot of different oils and whatnot. And this isn't to say that you should avoid oils altogether. There are definitely some oils out there that are good for you, like uh, Evu, or if you guys don't know or, you know, don't really know uh, or don't watch Rachel Ray or anything like that. Evu is actually something that Rachel Ray came up with. She... It's basically just short for extra virgin olive oil. So um, there's that. There's coconut oil. There's sunflower oil. There's quite a few different oils that are very healthy for you. And I feel like with this being the case, with all these things that they list, there should be some sort of nutrient-rich oil in your diet. Um, they also listed fever, blood in the stool, mouth sores, reduced appetite, and then pain or drainage from the anus. That's not, that's not ideal, obviously. Um, fever does coincide with the uh, lack of nutrients. Uh, so does the malnutrition argument that they presented uh, prior. But um, blood in the stool, that could definitely be a thing where your body isn't able to absorb certain things properly and that for some people certain trying to get a certain amount of nutrients in it can cause blood in the stool so sometimes uh, hypervitaminosis can cause that so that is something to try to be a little more weary of uh, reduced appetite same thing with the uh, lack of nutrients. Uh, that was something that I definitely experienced until I tried to get more. Uh, I tried to do protein rich stuff. That didn't necessarily work. So I ended up having, oh geez, it's about to storm. Okay. Sorry, kitty. Um, anyway, reduced appetite. I tried to do, um, protein-rich stuff, because of my appetite, I wasn't gaining any weight, so I tried to do protein-rich stuff. Pro some of them worked, some of them didn't. That's where I had to sort of look at what was helping and what wasn't. So I noticed that um, meat-heavy diet is not what I'm looking for, but nutrient-rich, uh, protein-dense diet is something that I'm like, oh, crap is something that I'm looking for. Um, they also talk about inflammation. So inflammation is actually one of the things that I wanted to really touch up on because that seems to be a big part of IBD. Um, yeah, National Institute of Health didn't really add anything. But... Um, they talk about inflammation of skin, eyes, joints, liver, and even bile ducts. Um, try to get more capsaicin in your diet. 
um, more antioxidants, so like berries, like strawberries, blueberries, things like that. Um, and that's, that's one of the things that can really help with that. Um, let's move on, though, because this segment is running on for, whoa, seven minutes. Okay, let's move on. So, in the risks episode, I touched up quite a bit on the, well, I guess Mayo Clinic more so than myself, touched up quite a bit on how, on a lot of different risk factors, obviously, but they also talked about how certain medications can make things worse. And this is where I really believe that natural medicine and uh, like nutrition therapy type deal is where it's really at because a lot of the times we do see that in certain individuals uh, medications won't always work or they might be allergic to certain medications or whatever the case may be. It is a thing where uh, even over-the-counter medications can be a bad thing. Um, and this isn't to say that meds in general are bad. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying that sometimes meds are not actually the way to go. If you have a bad history with trying to take different medications, nutrition therapy is probably the best way to go about trying to uh, eliminate or just simply reduce Crohn's, or, yeah, Crohn's disease symptoms. So, um, they, where is it, where is it, I'm looking at the, th oh yeah, and then, uh, immune suppressing conditions, they talked about that too, that was another thing I wanted to touch up on. Immune suppressing conditions are a big factor that need to be considered, um, just because of the fact that if you have some sort of immune suppressing condition, then... Uh, certain certain nutrients, certain meds, it could be a wide variety, it could be a small variety, but it's very likely that with these sort of conditions, nutrients and meds uh, can be a lot more difficult to try to use. However, I do believe that food is a lot of the times the best bet. Now, if you have chronic Crohn's disease, meds might just be the best way, or surgery might be the best way. But um, immune suppressing conditions are something that you should really look into, just in case. And then, obviously they talk about how people in North America and the UK, especially whites or Jewish people, uh, there are increased incidences of black people getting it, apparently, or being diagnosed with it, rather. So, um, there's that. And then, um, like they said, about 20% of people with this disease have a family member with it. So, a lot of the times with this condition, it is... Uh, hereditary to some degree and cigarettes are a very important thing to stop 
they actually say that in uh, or yeah in the article they actually say you you should stop if you have Crohn's disease because it's going to make all of your symptoms worse pretty much or at least that's that's what they um, that's what they implied is that cigarettes can make it make symptoms a lot worse and sometimes it's a thing where people have trouble quitting and this is where I'm actually going to make a very important um, point right now if you are somebody that has issues quitting smoking or doing some sort of thing try to eat before you do that because then when you say no I have to eat before I do this you're less likely to go for that you're more likely to go for food and if you're going for food more, you're probably going to worry about the quality of it. Just like you worry about the quality of whatever it is that you're trying to stop doing. Because the fact of the matter is, usually when people are trying to stop themselves from doing something, it usually is a good indication that they've gone too far with it. And they see the down points of going too far with it. And that's what makes them want to stop. So, and a lot of the times with these sorts of things, different nutrients can actually be a big help in this. So, I wanted to make that a point. Um, and then Advil, Motrin IB, Aleve, Voltaren, and medications like that. Um, <clears throat> they say that these are non-steroidal anti-inflammatory meds that can inflame your bowels. Um, they do touch up a little bit on why they, you might need uh, steroidal anti-inflammatories. However, they didn't really get into the like true nitty-gritty of it. Maybe there's something I'm missing. I'm not completely sure. If somebody can send me some like input of their own, on this sort of thing. Maybe I'm just misunderstanding. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But if you have some sort of way that you can help me to understand certain things better. Or you have some sort of uh, tips and tricks or anything that you would like me to share. Please send it to my voice messages. I would really appreciate it. <clears throat> but. um, Hi kitty. Uh. And then obviously there's medicational risks, which is another reason why I say that nutritional therapy tends to be better, just because it can usually counteract um, the symptoms from meds, symptoms from conditions, even uh, symptoms from just lifestyle and habits and environmental factors. So hopefully... This helps you guys a little bit, but uh, we're going to go ahead and move, well, I think I did a pretty good job here, so whatever. In the Crohn's AIDS episode, <clears throat> we see that there's a lot of uh, talk about, like, uh, iron supplements, vitamin B12 shots, calcium and vitamin D supplements. They talk about anti-inflammatory drugs, antibiotics, uh, 
anti-diarrheals. There's, there's a lot of things that they talk about in the um, Crohn's AIDS episode. <clears throat> However, I want to make it a very important point that um, it's not always best to go with supplements because supplements can sometimes cause more harm than good. Um, for example, I want to say, I actually want to say it was calcium pills that uh, some, there were studies done where they would take calcium pills and when they would take the calcium pills uh, after taking them for so long would actually cause uh, brain lesions in some people and they would have to get surgery a lot. Well, not a lot, but quite a few people died um, given the situation. So with that being the case, I do want to make it a point that um, going with generic medications or supplements or anything like that can sometimes lead to more harm than good. And because of that, I believe that nutritional therapy is at least one of the ways to go. When it comes to Crohn's disease, I do believe that there's probably going to be more than one thing that needs to be done. However, I always believe that nutrition is the first step into reducing symptoms so that you can actually get the help that you need. Um, especially since when you do take a moment to figure out what foods will work, uh, it's... Uh, that's funny, all the birds are going for worms now. But anyway, um, supplements can cause more harm than good. And I believe nutritional therapy is definitely the way to go because when, when you take it, when you take nutritional therapy as the first step, you can look at the food and then you can look into what that food has, like nutritional wise. And then you can usually figure out, okay, this is the thing that's probably helping me because this is what some people use to treat this and I'm using food to do it. So if this is still kind of a thing and food can't even really reduce the problem too, too much, they can only make it bearable, then I should take some meds. That is understandable. And I do believe that Crohn's disease is one of those things where at points you are going to have to look at yourself and consider surgery, depending on how bad it gets. For example, if you have blood in your stool, that's not something that you should just let fly by. That's definitely something that you should try to talk to your doctor about getting surgery, especially if it's consistent or frequent. Um... What else was I going to say? Um, oh, yeah. And um, trying to rely on, um, like they mentioned, vitamin B12 shots. If you are somebody that's trying to go for that, that's not exact. I wouldn't call that a supplement necessarily. 
However, I do believe that that is one of the things that can make things worse. Just because I know a few people that have become very malnourished after drinking like a lot of those on a regular basis. And I've actually been a cashier who had to ring those freaking things up and put them in a bag. So I've seen, and I've seen people get addicted to those too. Because they, and very often they don't actually have that much vitamin B12. Very often they do not really have that. But um, the main point with that is sometimes when it comes to the vitamin B12 shots, they will actually not have any B12 in it. What they'll do is they'll have things that are supposed to help you absorb vitamin B12. And like I said, if you have trouble with absorbing certain nutrients, it's not going to be the easiest of times to try to use um, supplements or anything like that. Um, even nutritional therapy might be a bit of a hassle to try to get through to. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm going to say for the AIDS episode. I already put a little bit in the actual episode. So, hopefully this is helpful. So, I think that this was a pretty long-running episode. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I think this was a pretty long-running episode. Um, my hypothesis episodes are probably going to be longer than my other episodes just because I'm trying to look back at the script for the other three episodes or for whatever amount it is. So uh, with that being the case, I hope that you guys learned something. I hope that my hypothesis episode helped a little bit. But most importantly, I'm hoping that you guys are staying safe, staying happy, and staying healthy. Bye-bye!